How many wins will the Celtics get this year? We'll do some over-unders. Jason Tatum, can he get into that MVP conversation? And what will he average? We'll talk about it all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champions. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Hilario B. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I'm here for you now every day because on Monday I go back to the five day a week grind so no more days off during the work week for me. I'm here for you with free fresh podcasts every workday Monday through Friday so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts if you're new love to have you on board if you're a regular everydayer Thank you so much for making the show part of your daily routine. Watch the show on YouTube. Hop into the comment section. Let me know what you think about the show. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And today, well, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers, you bet $5, you get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. We're going to dip into FanDuel to talk about some over-unders with the team, with Jason Tatum. And later on, we'll get into the NBA's rest policy, which happened this week. We'll talk a little bit about that with our good friend, Tom Westerholm. Tom, what's up, man? I'm ready to gamble. Ready to gamble? I, I, yeah. should, I should preface all of this by saying, please don't hold us responsible for your losses when you listen to us. We're two idiots. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. So just this is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, you make your own decisions. Yes. But, uh, we'll, we're, we're here. So uh, I feel like this is OK. So one time when I was in Vegas for Summer League, um, I went down to the craps table and was playing craps. And I was there. Was, I, I had like a couple of decent roles. And there was this guy putting like thousands of dollars on a bunch of roles that I was doing and I was so stressed out because yeah. I was going to cost this man literally thousands of dollars if I lost. And of course I lost because you course. lose. Yeah. Like it's, it's Vegas and it's crap. And it's, lose. yeah. I mean like literally like crap shoot is like a thing you say about something, you know, like it's, it it's could a, be, yeah, it could go any way. It could go any direction. So I lost this man thousands of dollars and I just, yeah. Any listeners um, who uh, just, just know if you're putting thousands of dollars on this, you were like the man at the craps table in Las Vegas. Shout out to that guy who was several thousand dollars poorer after uh, trusting that, my dice rolling. That man lost his own money. He yeah, correct. put it down. He didn't have to put it down. Correct. Uh, so, okay. So let's, let's just dive in. Everybody's doing these podcasts nowadays. So let's just throw our hats into the ring. The Celtics. Throw are, our dice onto the table. That's right. Let's yeah. roll our dice. It's our shoot. Let's yeah. shoot. All right. Celtics over under on FanDuel is 54 and a half. Uh, they're plus 210 to win the East. They are the favorites to win the East on FanDuel. Uh, and yeah, so uh, what do we think? What do we think? 54 and a half wins. They went 57 wins last season. 
and that was with Joe Mazzula, uh, new new to the to the job. Uh, the Celtics, uh, you know, making their move, uh, buying into Missoula this year. No Marcus Smart, Kristaps Porzingis. The I I assume if you buy the over, then you are buying into relative luck when it comes to Celtics health. So where do you stand on this, Tom? I'm going to take the under for two reasons. One, the health. You just mentioned it. I'm you're a hater. I'm a hater. I'm a hater. Yeah. Everybody get mad at me and yell at me on Twitter. Um, I'll definitely hear it. Um, (laughs) the, like I saw it. So the health thing for sure. I also think like that number last year, like, you know, that was a little deceiving because don't forget the Celtics started off the season winning something like their first 40 games straight, right? Like they were just unbelievably <laughs> range, hot, yes. something in that range. Um, you know, they just started the season unbelievably hot. They like, you know, maybe it's a little more level this season, but like, you know, I, I don't, uh, you know, that, that, that's a lot of wins. That's a lot yeah. of, uh, a lot of wins right at the wins. beginning. The Celtics had, you know, like a very new looking roster, a very new setup. Um, you know, they're going to have some things to work through. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go under, on that, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's all the analysis. That's all the analysis I have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the fifty-four and a half on Fanduel is the highest over/under on the board. Fifty-three and a half is Denver. Uh, fifty-three and a half for Milwaukee, and fifty-two and a half for Phoenix. That's that's it. So Boston. The over/under is higher than those those teams. Everybody else, there's no one else even in the 50s, other than those teams that I just mentioned. Philly is at 49 and a half, which right now I'll take the under on that. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Give but me the Jesus. under on that. Um, which since we're confident on, actually give me the over because like, I feel like anytime you're confident on Vegas being wrong uh, about something, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know. Uh, I I. I like the over for Boston because of a couple of reasons. So I, I do believe in the possibility of some relative health for, for these guys, mainly because they're not going to be relied on. Like Porzingis isn't going to have to play 36 minutes a game. They yeah. can, they can drop him down to 32 and and have him in a zone, kind of like they did with Malcolm Brogdon last year, and he got through most of the season with relatively decent health. Now that failed him at the absolute worst possible time. Sure did. But through the course of the regular season, they kept his minutes low. They didn't start him. Now, obviously, I think Porzingis is going to start, but they they can still keep his minutes in a range where. It's it's not so much of a workload. But, okay, so I'm relying on a little bit of luck there. I still think that the way they're constructed with Tatum and Brown handling a lot of the scoring, but now with Porzingis being able to kind of take some pressure off of them. And defensively, I like the idea of Porzingis and Rob defending the rim and I think that can make the perimeter defenders a little bit better. They can take a few more chances. I think you're going to see a little bit more of a high risk 
Celtics defense, high risk, high reward, knowing that they can gamble a little bit more, but with Rob and Porzingis back there, they're just going to give up mid-range jumpers. So I feel like you're going to see a little bit more of a high risk gambling for steals, big, big, uh, you know, emphasis on breakaways. Uh, I think that's going to lead to regular season wins. Now, I don't know what it's going to mean in the playoffs, but 57 wins, can they match that again? Yeah, I, I think they can. And I think this, the other reason is the East is not great. That's, the, that's a I'm, strong point. Yep. You know, I'm looking, yep. just looking over these over-unders, Atlanta, 40 and a half. Brooklyn, 37 and a half. Charlotte, and again, and this half. will not be a podcast where we where we respect Atlanta anytime soon. So absolutely yeah. not. So hammer the under on Atlanta. Absolutely. Um, Chicago, 38 and a half. Now, Cleveland, I like Cleveland this year. I like Cleveland. I think they they have the chance to climb into that third spot. Sure. Uh, with with Philly, I think, kind of giving that up. So Cleveland will be good. But Detroit, 26 and a half. Uh, Indy, 37 and a half. They might, they might be okay, but they'll but that's still the expectation is pretty low. Miami 48 and a half, but who knows what they're going to get with Lillard. So that's another good team. Milwaukee's obviously a good team. The Knicks 43 and a half mediocre Orlando. I like Orlando, but still they're, they're well, over. And we, and we know Orlando is going to beat the Celtics a few times because that, because that's what they do. Washington's they do. a bad team, 24 and a half. Yeah. So there are wins. There are wins on the board here against a lot of these teams that are going to be mediocre to bad. So I, I like, even even if there is some bad injury luck, I still like the Celtics to win a bunch of games and go on a bu- some runs. So I'm I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, you convinced me. Okay, yeah. you're, you'll still take the under. Uh, uh, sure, I'll take the under, but uh, I won't feel good about it. Uh, so <laughs> this is again, this is the kind of gambling analysis I'm comfortable giving. Just the wishy washiest, <laughs> you know, like yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll continue this conversation with a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit with Jason Tatum and, and kind of the MVP conversation and, and where that all can go. We'll talk about that next. First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. We're getting all of these odds from FanDuel Sportsbook, and FanDuel is the number one sportsbook in America. Hey, NFL season! What a wild season it already is. We're already in week one. Uh, it's we're heading into week two here, and and it's who knows. So. New customers, you want to hop on to FanDuel, bet five bucks, you get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. If you're a returning customer, everybody, everybody who bets five bucks will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. So you get something too if you've been a loyal FanDuel customer. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player pop props. Um, you you hear us talking about these over-unders. There are special bets on the NBA, which we're going to talk about with Jason Tatum in just a second. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Just ask you, hey, if you're going to take any of our, of our advice, do so at your own risk. We just ask you, please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. I would love to see you on the Lockdown NBA feed. We've been over there Monday through Friday talking about the league as a whole. So check it out. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of the Lockdown Pelicans podcast. Would love to see you over there. All right, let's get back into the conversation. Tom, uh, the Jason Tatum, if you want to take 30 points per game 
and eight rebounds. It's plus 250. You get a chance to win a little bit of money there. Can Jason Tatum average 30 and eight this upcoming season? Yeah, I like this one. Honestly, I, I would say yes. Um, I think that Tatum, I mean, he's only, it's only getting better. He's only going to have the ball in his hands, you know, probably more this year. I think he's going to be very heavily relied upon. I know, you know, Porzingis, uh, you know, ostensibly would take up some of the scoring, but I think Porzingis is going to make scoring easier for Jason Tatum, right? I, I think that there's going to be a nice symbiotic thing there. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is when you look at the rebounders on the Celtics roster, there's a reason that Tatum picks off a lot of them. One, he's good at it. And two, there's a decent amount available, right? Like Al Horford's always been kind of a box out guy. Um, you know, Porzingis is tall, but you know, it's not like never you know, a big rebounder. Not Andre Drummond, you know. Like I think I think there's gonna <laughs> I think there's gonna be plenty out there for Tatum. I, I kind of like this one. I would take it, um, you know, w- waste your money on this one for sure. Sure. Well, I mean, look, he averaged 30.1 points and 8.8 rebounds a game last season. So right. that's the, just ask him to duplicate that season. Uh, I, I like, I like Tatum. He's a, he's always been a really good rebounder. The, the, the preponderance of three pointers makes the longer rebounds, uh, a thing, and that's why wings can go in there yep. and, and rebound like Tatum does. Uh, he sometimes he's like the second biggest guy on the floor. You know he's he's yeah. he's not small. He's not a he's he's six ten man. I, you can, like he's, he's tall. He's at least as tall as Rob to me. I think I, he's I, taller than Rob. Now. I think he's taller than Rob. Yeah, yeah I think so too. He, this six eight is crap. There's that's no crazy. way he's six There's eight. No, no way. way. He's like six no ten, way. man. Yeah, absolutely. That dude is. He's he is six ten, trying very hard not to have to play too much, like you know, big man role. Like he doesn't. Right. He's, yeah. Look, he he came into the the league as a wing, and maybe he came into the league at six eight two ten, but sure, he, yeah. That and that's a wing player. Yeah, but if Jason Tatum came out of let's just say you clone him and he came off the G League Ignite and you'd be like, oh yeah, that dude, that's a big. That's that's your yeah. power forward right there. Yeah. You know, that's a power forward who can, you know, with a nice face up game. Yeah. Um and, and that's that's kind of how he plays sometimes. So yeah, 30, 30 and eight, no problem. No problem for me there. Um and and that gets me into the MVP uh betting because he's i believe fifth in the mvp uh and and i don't know like i've been talking about how he can get himself into the Celtics need him to get into that top two top three like they need him to to get first place votes like people making the strong case for him to be a first place he's my mvp this season uh do you that that Giannis Jokic Embiid tier that's right. Yeah. There's you can't be you can be the 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 top of the next tier and you're you're an elite basketball player, but you can't lead a team to a championship that way. I don't think. Like you you got to have everything work. Like Jalen yeah. has yeah. to have everything working. You know, like you have to have everything working together. You can't you can't be uh, what you can't do what Jokic did last yeah. year as that level. But Jokic did what he did in the playoffs last year because he's an MVP level player. I thought he should have been the MVP, him or Giannis. 
but regardless, that's what you need. You need somebody to be like Tatum, either Tatum wins it or people will be like, no, Tatum should have been the MVP and he got robbed. Yeah. I mean, that just, it just makes the degree of difficulty goes so much lower for a bunch of guys. Like the playoffs raise the degree of difficulty of difficulty so much that for kind of your human tier NBA players, right? Where it's like, these guys are really excellent, awesome, elite basketball players who play in the NBA, but they're not elite NBA players. Having that elite, even for the NBA players guy, just makes it so much easier for all the role players, so much easier for easier for like the secondary stars, so much easier for all those guys. And that you're right that you can win a title without that guy if everything else goes right. But that just requires a bunch of guys to climb over this degree of difficulty that's just higher for them. It's just so much harder to do. It's it's never easy to win a title, but it's so much easier to do it if you have that guy. And it would just, man, it would help the Celtics if Tatum was that guy this year. Yes. Yes, it would. Um, so your MVP uh, odds on FanDuel are Nikola Jokic plus 450, Giannis plus 500, Luca plus 600. Luca always comes in with heavy MVP odds. I think the the narrative, I think I think there's just kind of like a if we're if we're in like hurricane season, right? You you know like there's like a, a storm like a, a depression. They're like, "Okay, we're watching this area off the coast of Africa. This could develop into a hurricane. We're watching that. This I could be that, Hurricane Luca. This that right. I'm watching I'm watching that area could be Hurricane Luca developing it into an MVP. We're watching that. I think that's kind of the everybody's waiting to see if he can make Dallas good enough where they can justify like, okay, no more Jokic, no more Giannis, no more Joel. Let's give it to somebody else. Yeah, and, yeah, and they're yeah. just kind of waiting. And, and I think everybody's waiting on Luca to be that guy. And Tatum's got to be I, the Tatum and Luca thing is such an interesting comparison. Luca has that thing that I always like to talk about. He, this innate, born with it. He was just always gonna be a, a megastar. He yeah. just has a thing in his brain where he sees things on the floor. He manipulates the game because he, he, it's just in his DNA. Tatum doesn't have that necessarily, but he has a skill set that he's grown into yes. and the work ethic to grow into. An elite basketball player, he doesn't have that little extra kind of thing, Agreed. right? You know Agreed. what I mean? I do. And but it doesn't mean that he can't get to an MVP level. It's just doesn't it's, mean I, he it doesn't mean he isn't currently better than Luca. Like I would listen to that argument. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but it's just I don't know. It's like somebody who picks up a microphone and can just sing right away like damn no training no nothing and yeah. tatum's the person who's gone to like juilliard and he's yes. gone to berkeley school of music and he's just like trained to sing you could both be amazing but luca's just the like the the kid who picked up the microphone at 12 and was just like belting out jams like damn this kid's got a this kid's got some pipes he's a he's a basketball player by like dna so yeah. anyway Tatum, it, it's, it goes Joel plus 750 and then Tatum plus 800. So he's not close to Jokic, but of the top five, it, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's in that mix plus 800 for Tatum. If you want to throw a few bucks on him for MVP, throw 20 on that. That's not a, bad yeah, no, I gets it. 
I like that one a lot because I also think that there's like a narrative with Tatum that could be pretty easily crafted. I have Very, a hard time. Yes. I, I have a hard time with Luca because I just don't think the Mavericks are going to be good enough. Like all due respect to Grant Williams, but I just don't think that this Mavericks team is like, yeah, like it's going to produce an end is going to produce, produce an MVP. Whereas like if the Celtics are the number one team in the Eastern conference and like, you know, really if there's like something there in the regular season where you're just like, yeah, these guys, these guys are better. These, there is something there. I think you could very easily talk like, you know, Tatum, you know what Tatum's stats are going to look like, especially in yeah. comparison to the rest of his team. If his team's awesome and he's, you know, just kind of leading the way and, and you're looking for a reason to not pick Embiid and not pick Giannis. And I do think that Jokic is like, people feel, people might feel a little bad for not picking Jokic last year. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, he could, he could probably, that's probably why he's the favorite, but if you're looking for a guy with good odds that could, you know, pay out pretty well, like I like the Tatum pick for that. Here's here's what Tatum needs to do to be an MVP. Just just statistically, he needs to get back to shooting 37, 38% from 3. Yes, that would be number 1. That would be huge. Everything everything else stays the same, but he shot 35% last year on 9.3 attempts, which is the most of his career. Yeah. Two seasons ago, he shot 38.6% on 7.6 attempts. I'd like to see him to I like to see him drop one or two attempts, pump up his free throws, take a couple more shots at the rim, and shoot 37, 38% again from three. If he gets there, if he gets to that, just a little tweak, two more drives per game, two more strong finishes, two more free throws per game, and uh uh, a higher three-point percentage. Now we're looking at a guy who's who's scoring 34, 35 points a game. And if the Celtics are a number one, number two seed in there, now you're looking at like that's that's kind of unmistakable. It's 34 points a game. That's that's elite, elite. That's a numbers. lot of points. That's like, a lot of points. And, I, and I don't do it. He I don't think he four points per game, no problem. He he could. I don't I don't even think he needs to get to 34 to be in the MVP conversation, but if he does, then it's like, okay. Now, yeah, like you said, at that point, he is in that tier where you're like, this is this is a legit guy. Some people are going to throw him first place votes and nobody's going to bat an eye. One, one, like not even one more three pointer per game, just almost yeah. a three pointer per game, one more two pointer per game and one more free throw per game. That's it. Yeah. Just change yeah. a two three shots per game. Tweak that where it's like a three here or a three point play here. That's it. That's all yeah. he needs. That's 33, 34 points a game. He's got it. It's right there in his wheelhouse. He he did not have the most efficient season of he his career no. uh, last year. It, it's he 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 could have gotten he could have gotten better. So that it's there. Yeah, it's there for him. The I narrative. Mean, he is, like he said, is spooky good, man. Yeah. Yeah. The Celtics could if the Celtics can get to that top seed and and hold off and not have some of those like lulls that they had last year it's right there for tatum so. it is yeah hey plus 800 hmm. Hmm. all right let's uh let's finish up on this rest policy that the nba has instituted we'll talk about that in just a second today's show is also brought to you by jace medical now we've had some some wild weather around here people out there uh if your basement's flooded or something like that you rub up against something, you cut your leg in a flooded basement, that's scary. You don't know what's getting into that cut. You don't want to get yourself unprepared. You, you go camping, you cut yourself out camping. 
and you're not anywhere near a, a doctor, you, you don't know what's getting into that case. You want to protect yourself. Jace Medical has the Jace case, J-A-S-E. Jace case, it gives you five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All right, you fill out an online form. Uh, you can, if in some cases, you can jump onto a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians, and you can get ongoing care from the physicians on any treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created. It's doctor-recommended. And this is just a great thing to have peace of mind to know that you've got five antibiotics there that you can take with you, you can have with you in case of emergency, in case you're just stuck and days away from seeing a doctor. This can be the difference from something going really, really wrong to something that you can treat very easily. So go to jacemedical.com, J A. SEMedical.com. Prepare yourself. You can save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Plus, you get an additional $20 off by using the code Locked On at checkout. It's Jace Medical, J-A-S-E-Medical.com, J-A-S-E-Medical.com. Promo code Locked On for $20 off. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. We're back Monday through Friday next week, baby. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Make sure on the, you're on that YouTube page. Let me know what you think about Tatum. Let me know what you think about the over-under for the Celtics 54 and a half. And then let me know what you think about this rest policy that the NBA has passed. Basically saying, can't rest a star on a nationally televised game. Or an in-season tournament game. You can't rest your two stars um, at the same time. And so there's other limitations there. I'm of the opinion, Tom, like the, the toothpaste is out of the tube with this, right? Like we're – Adam Silver said one of the reasons for this is the, the science hasn't given them solid data that the rest the or, or playing – more than you know whatever back to back whatever it, it, there's the science hasn't definitively said that leads to more injuries so they're they're not buying the the argument but all of these medical staffs all of these people all every team has them and th those staffs are saying eh you know what this guy's fatigued and we know that fatigue it increases your risk they're saying it. So if guys are going to rest, then they're going to rest. And if you want to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, Tatum's nursing a sore knee, mm, you know, you can get an MRI, you can get an MRI, you can get some imaging, you can get it to say anything. You can get a doctor be like, yeah, yeah, Tatum said, hey, hey, Tatum, how's that sore knee? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's bothering me a little bit today, doc. You know, you can get anybody to say anything. It's not going to change a whole lot. I think Especially a team doctor. <laughs> Yeah, so it's nice. I think the optics, this was necessary because some teams take it like some teams take it to extremes, but I don't know. I'm not I'm not moved by this policy at all. It's just kind of like okay, so now so now we're gonna be a lot more lower back stiffness. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I think you're right that the toothpaste is out of the tube. I also think like, you know, this like I he had a he had a tweet or uh, uh, Silver had a quote and I think it was uh, yesterday that was like we need to return to that principle that this is an 82 game league which <laughs> just 
I mean, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> for one thing, 82 games, like, I, I know he's like, well, we don't have the science that, that 82 games is a lot of NBA games, right? Like, we've seen guys, and, and I know he's not saying that every player has to play all 82 games every single year, but like, you know, we've seen guys play 82 games and then not be super healthy in the, the playoffs. Like, right. it was it was a whole thing that Tatum played too many regular season games and was tired by the time the finals rolled around. So, like, uh, you know, like an 82 game season, like if you ins- like he, I feel like to an extent, Silver is trying to kind of have his cake and eat it, too, where he wants to have 82 games of revenue and all this stuff. And, and I understand you want all that revenue. That's fine. But it's just really going to be hard for me to buy that like that you actually expect guys to then play all those games. I just don't think that's going to happen. Like, like all that revenue is great. And you want to have all your guys on every single, you know, every single national, nationally televised game. Those two things aren't going to coexist. You're not going to get everybody to play all 82 games. If that's really how long you feel like this season has to be. Um, I just, it doesn't seem reasonable to me. Like, and, and, and like you said, there's a million workarounds in the long and the short of it. I don't think, I don't think we're really going to see that much difference. I think this is something that we talk about on September 14 and then, you know, midway through the season, nobody thinks about it at all. Cause very little has changed from last year. Right. Um, maybe, maybe, you know, it kind of feels to me like you show up late to work and your boss has to write you up so that they have a paper trail to then fire you if they want to yeah. down the line. Like yeah. Silver now has a paper trail to maybe find these teams down the line. But like realistically, there's no way he, ex- he expects this all to just fix the problem of resting, I, I feel like, because it's, it's not going to. No, it's not going to. And there, and there there are other things in there, like older players where this really impacts uh, rest. There, there's there are exceptions for the older players, right? If you're over right. 35, like you, you still right. can rest. He's like, already poking holes in his own policy. Right. right. Um, I, I think there, there's competing mindsets here. We're all about rings culture, man. It's like count the rings. That's I, I, I tweeted out. So the Patriots went down like 16, nothing uh, in, in their opening game. And I was like, well, the Celtics are going to be good this year. And someone was like, if by good, you mean not make it to the finals or, you know, there's not, they're, they're not worth watching. I'm like how many, that's the most arrogant kind of mindset. Like, Oh, I'm sorry that the team went to the NBA finals two years ago and went to the conference finals this year. How many teams would absolutely trade places? You think the Charlotte Hornets would trade places with the Celtics? And be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us all of that playoff success. And even if we didn't win a ring, how many teams would trade places with Boston in a heartbeat? But no, it, it's, it's all about the rings. I get it. You you play, the, there's a championship. You want to win the championship. That's the whole goal. That's everybody's goal. Um, but it's not going to happen every year, right? But because we're so focused on count the rings, now, okay, now, so what happens with Tatum? Do you want to play him in January against Detroit? It's like, yeah, he'll say, hey, the people came and paid their money to watch me play. That's true. That is 100% true. And and that that's something that, you know, is an unfortunate kind of byproduct of this. 
But if you play him in these games and he gets hurt because he's he's overworked, and now, well, now two weeks of people don't get to see him because right. he played in that one game and he got hurt. What about those people? They paid their money to see Jason Tatum, and because he has an excuse, well, it's he wouldn't have had that excuse if he just sat that one game, right? And and if he if it lingers or if the timing is bad, like the sprained ankle, but if the timing is bad, then then maybe it costs the Celtics a championship. And then this the, the whole thing becomes: Why did they play Tatum so much? He was tired. He got hurt. All and and. If it costs the Celtics a championship, then no one gives a damn about the family in January because what everybody wants is for that family to pack up and go to government center and day drink while, you know, the duck boats roll by. Not the kids. Kids shouldn't be day drinking, but the parents can. My whole point is it's it's people want everything. And I personally am okay with the occasional, not overdone. The occasional, hey, he's played a lot, and and this is the third game in four nights. This is an opportunity for Tatum to rest. He needs the rest. He's fatigued. We can read on our fancy instruments that he's really fatigued. Let's give him this day off because everybody needs a day off from work every once in a while. It's not a big deal. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to make light of the people who pay the money to go because that's also very important. I don't want everybody yeah. to be like, but you know, when you buy the ticket, you know, when you buy the ticket, it's possible that not everybody's going to play. That's just a possibility. You have to get ready for that. And if you go and he's not playing, well, just enjoy the game. Somebody else is playing. Jalen will play or vice versa. Or maybe right. it's a Derek White game. Just enjoy the game and have fun. Right. And I think that's the theory part. That's part of the theory, at least behind this rule, too, right? Where it's like, okay, if if these guys are relatively healthy, let's make sure that at least Jalen is playing, right? Like, you know, you that's, can't yeah. rest both the stars. And like, sure. Like, I, I guess I, I don't find that to be extremely offensive or anything like that. Like, yeah, fair enough. Like if you're a Celtics fan and like you said, you go to Detroit and you're, you know, you're, you're a Celtics fan. You're not there to see Jaden Ivy or whatever, you know, like then yes, right. you would like to at least see Jalen fair enough. But I think, yeah, larger point. I think your larger point very much stands though. It's like, like not much it, is going to change. Not much is going to change. And, and also you have to consider the two weeks after that you can run any, any counterfactual you want, but the truth is like, you know, guys are probably more likely to get hurt if they're fatigued. And if a guy's getting fatigued, he needs to rest. And, you know, that will then make it so that, you know, more away cities will then get to see those guys. I think that's I think that's a very accurate point by you. Well, I'm going to end the podcast there because I don't make very many accurate points. So I'm going to end it on a good one, especially in a gambling podcast. <laughs> I mean, look, that's you, you got to take your take your wins when you can get them. That's right. That's right. All right, Tom. Always appreciate you. Thanks for appreciate hopping you, on. Man. Yep. And I thank everybody for listening, for watching, for making this show part of your daily routine. If you're new, welcome aboard. Love having you. This is a lot of fun. Uh, this is a daily podcast now, Monday through Friday. So if you're into that, you want something to listen to on your way to work while you're getting ready for work, while you're getting ready for class, whatever it is, uh, you got it right here, wherever you get your podcast. Want to watch the show? Pop on the YouTube page. 
you everydayers, people who do this on a regular basis, people who are always interacting with me, love you for it. Love that you're doing that. Now, I would love it if you share the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Locked On Celtics podcast. It's right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day.